Welcome to Healthcare Happenings, a one digital employer advisory podcast. It's no secret that healthcare is complicated and to prepare for the road ahead, business leaders need transparency and access to information in order to develop the best health benefit strategy. Our team of compliance leaders are here to shed light on the latest developments on the Hill and share their collective vision for ways to improve the healthcare experience. This is Samantha Molliver talking with you today again on this special session of Healthcare Happenings. On today's special session, we're going to be talking about PCORI fees. And I have with me a special guest, Anjali Radia, who is an employee benefits attorney here at One Digital. And she's going to be talking about kind of the quick in and outs regarding this annual fee. So, Anjali, what does PCORI even stand for and what is it for? So PCORI, um, P-C-O-R-I, it stands for Patient-Centered Outcomes Research Institute. So this is a nonprofit corporation that was really born out of um, healthcare reform. And it's the, the purpose of it is to support clinical effectiveness research. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought this fee was like applicable for years ending before October 1st, 2019. So why is it coming up again now? So, yes, that was the original plan, but uh, federal legislation, uh, the Consolidated Appropriations Act in December 2019, extended it for another 10 years. So that means it'll sunset uh, through 2029 instead of 2019. So essentially, the imposed fee was extended for 10 years. So we thought this was going to end, but instead we got another 10-year extension. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So this is kind of hopefully old news for some of our listeners, but just for those that maybe don't know or as a refresher, who's responsible for paying the PCORI fee? Yeah, so first group are plan sponsors of applicable self-insured health plans. So what does this really include? So these are accident and health insurance uh, policies and any portion of the coverage that is provided other than through an insurance policy. So this really includes um, covered active or former employees, and it also covers qualified beneficiaries on COBRA or state continuation. Um, The other group is insurers of specified health insurance policies. So a good way to think about this, the IRS has uh, this grouping on their website as well. But plans that are subject to this are typically governmental plans, um, retiree-only plans. The ones that aren't subject are accepted benefits, um, EAPs, disease management programs, or wellness, if it doesn't provide significant benefits in medical care or treatment. So that's important. Um, There's more guidance needed on this particular area, but that's something that they pointed out. Um, They've also mentioned expatriate plans and stop loss and reinsurance policies. So all these last four were really plans that weren't that aren't subject. And as I mentioned before, the IRS has a chart on the application of this fee to common common coverage uh, and arrangements. So, yeah, I think I poked around on the IRS website. They actually do, the IRS.gov has a lot of useful resources on there. And yeah, that chart that they have up there, I've often found myself poking at it to be like, what plans are actually subject to this fee? And it, it does lay it out pretty much black and white to be like, yes, this is applicable and no, it's not applicable. So you mentioned these plan sponsors of applicable self-insured health plans. So we're thinking of uh, maybe a client, they sponsor a self-insured medical plan. Um, How do they determine how much they owe? How do they determine, are there specific methods that they need to 
use to determine what's the kind of end result for the fee that they have to pay? Yeah, so so typically um, for self-insured health plans, um, the fees are paid by the plan sponsors, um, which is a product of the average number of individuals covered under the plan for the plan year and the applicable dollar amount in effect on the last day of the plan year. But as we talked about before, you know, it was going to sunset this fee in 2019. So the IRS really... Uh, you know, acknowledge this difficulty and that, you know, insurers and plan sponsors may not have anticipated needing to identify the number of covered lives. So they put out these different methods that are, uh, that can be used to calculate um, these covered lives. So for self-insured, they have three methods, the actual count, um, snapshot, and the form 5500 method. Um, there are two other methods that are only for fully insured plans that are worth mentioning. They're called member months and state form. So these are all laid out in their guidance. And the, the purpose, as I mentioned before, is just to you know, provide um, other methods for them to calculate the lives. Um, they alternatively said that for this period, uh, and I neglected to mention which period I'm talking about, it's for policy years ending uh, between October 1st, 2019 and before October, between October 1st, 2019 and October 1st, 2020. So they may also use a reasonable method to calculate the number of lives, but the key here is really to apply it consistently for the duration of the year and for all applicable policies. Yeah, and I think we have, you know, more information that kind of goes a little bit into depth on these methods that you mentioned on the One Digital website. So if anybody wants to learn a little bit more about it, feel free to poke around out there. Otherwise, you can reach out to us too. Um, I forget the question sometimes. If one of our clients offers a self-insured plan and then they also offer a health reimbursement arrangement or an HRA, they kind of offered it as a bundle. Do they have to pay the fee then twice? Because technically, you know, the HRA is self-insured and they have the self-insured medical plan. Do they have to do it twice then? So, yeah, this is a common question. And the answer is no. There's a special counting rule um, if a plan sponsor offers both that HRA and another applicable self-insured health plan providing major medical coverage, um, if the two can be treated as the two can be treated as one applicable self-insured plan if they have the same plan year. So that's something that's really key. Yeah, so that's nice. Then they don't have to kind of pay that fee twice. So how does a client go about paying the fee? They found out that they need to do it. They've kind of figured out the number that they need to pay. How do they pay the fee? Is there a specific form? Yeah, so there's a fee that's required to be reported annually on the second quarter form 720. It's called the quarterly federal exercise excise tax return. Um, so it's based on the average number of lives covered on the, under the policy or plan. Um, one key thing to note is that if this form is relied upon just to report this PCORI fee, um, there's no need to file for the other quarters. Mm -hmm. um, and filling out the form, they have to report the average number of lives covered in column A. And for column B, they have to apply the applicable rate. Um, this is the rate for the average covered life. And then column C, they have to enter that fee. So just to, just to mention, um, this rate changes each year and it's adjusted by a percentage that's really in accordance with the increase in the projected per capita amount 
uh, the national health expenditures, and this is something that's um, issued by HHS. So uh, the recent rates that are worth mentioning between October 1st, 2019 and October 1st, 2020 is $2.54. And for between October 1st, 2020 and October 1st, 2021, the most recent one is $2.66. So you can see how it adjusts and these, these are always published. Yeah, um, yeah, I think the IRS too, you know, they even have like the table out there that lays it out saying, you know, your plan year ends between, you know, October 1st of this year and October 1st of the following year. This is the rate. Um, and it always, I think it always increases every year. So, yeah. Um, and so kind of why is this timely? I think it's coming up a lot. We're getting a lot more questions here. Is What is the due date for reporting the PCORI fee? Yeah, so the date to really keep in mind is July 31st. So it's July 31st of the calendar year, immediately following the last day of the policy year or plan year to which the fee applies. So an example, um, if the return that reports the PCORI liability for the plan year, if there's a plan year that ends December 31st, 2020, that filing must be done by July 31st, 2021. Um, so that's something, you know, it should be pretty straightforward in terms of determining uh, which due date applies. So overall, the, the, fee, the fees are submitted with that form 720 that we talked about. And we talked about how to fill that form. And this must be paid each year by July 30, July 31st. Yeah, which makes um, sense. I mean, because you're, you know, you look for the end of the plan year, then you determine, you know, the average count of lives. So then it's due always on that second quarter, which lines with July 31st. Exactly. And as Sam mentioned, there's some, there are several uh, articles on our blog on One Digital that kind of talk through some of the details uh, that we mentioned here, and specifically those different methods that um, the IRS allowed for uh, applying, you know, calculating those covered lives. Well, this is all great information, Anjali, and I do appreciate it. And thank you for taking time to talk with our listeners today. To everyone out there, take care, and I hope to see you on our future episodes from Healthcare Happenings. And thank you all for tuning in. Staying on top of compliance today can be the source of great concern and frustration. Our dedicated team of attorneys and experts look around the corner on your behalf and deliver the tools, education, and resources needed to help you plan for the future and protect your employees and business every day. You can access additional resources, employer advisory sessions, and podcasts on our website, onedigital.com. Stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next time.